Yeah. Yeah. A little, little, little peculiar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Diarrhea. Two people doing this podcast invented it. Wait, this is the podcast. Let me have this girl podcast off the Come on, Luca! Last for us! Now, John, tomorrow is the 4th of July, and the Podbean will be open for business. Now, you and Hey Ashley do whatever you got to do to get the house in order or whatever you need to do, but we will be open for business. I mean, tomorrow is the 4th of July. August. Actually, tomorrow's uh, the 4th of July. Actually, tomorrow's the 3rd of July. John, tomorrow's the 3rd of July, <laughs> and we will be open for business. <laughs> July 4th. Playoffs. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? Playoffs? Who said anything about playoffs? Oh, that's the other word. Who said anything about playoffs? Playoffs? You kidding playoffs? me? Who was that? The Colts coach in that, that clip? Was, it's like my favorite sports Jim coach Mora? clip of all time. Jim Mora, I think. Yeah, that yeah. is the Iverson of NFL football coach press conferences. Right, right. Playoffs. Practice. Playoffs. Practice. Tweet us. Tweet up. At the underscore podcast. So we've got a great show today. I put together, uh, John and I both have our Jaws shirts on. Get ready for the 4th of July. Yes, yes, yes. I love your Jaws shirt. That's the one I want to get. The, the white with the red lettering, like the poster. Right. Heather got me this today. Didn't even ask for it. Like a great, oh, really? great wife that she is. She's is like, great. I think you should wear this on July 4th to the party. I was like, I married you for a reason. A reason. This is why. <laughs> yeah, you totally have to wear that for July 4th. Do you think there's a, a generation out there that doesn't know about the movie Jaws or hasn't really seen it much? Like, how, big, know, is it? how big is it in your generation, Justin? Right. It's like the special effects were so crappy. They don't really oh, right. see the dialogue and how great it is because well, movies nowadays are just Well, that's what Jaws is about. It's about shit. the acting and the fear. Right. It's not about a killer shark in the sense that, you know, it's just, he's on the screen all the time like like a sci-fi movie. It's He's right. the backdrop of, of uh, their will to survive. It's about the characters and the deadly shark is just the setting. Right. Like zombies in Walking Dead. I was just going to say, you just oh. read my dick. <laughs> Walking Dead is like the zombies in Walking Dead. What were you going to say, Justin? Right. Well, you, you got to write off two and three. So he watched it recently, the original one. S- still didn't like it. Less than a year ago. Really? And... The second and third one are really pathetic. I mean, the, the fourth one's really bad, too. The second and third one to Jaws are like Jurassic Park 2 and 3 to the first one. You just can't touch it. Spielberg didn't direct the other one. Well, he directed the second one, but the really the first one is the gem in the, in the crown. Right. See, yeah, see, he's not like a film. Justin isn't like a film guy. You know, like if I yeah. picked a film nut out of his generation, I'm sure... He would see, because he goes, it'd be like you and I watching a black and white movie now. 
Well, I watched a bunch of black and white movies in college. Maltese Falcon, one of them. Great uh, flick. Birds. Another, no, not Birds. Psycho, another one. Great flick. So, and I appreciated those. So, yeah. It just might be an age gap, a generation gap. It's a generation gap. Right. Black and white. Never touch mm, it. Don't I know. Ever... They'll never reboot that like, thing. It's like no Jaws. Jaws it's like the Godfather. Yeah. You can't. Just don't touch him. E.T. We're going to remake Shawshank Redemption. Blasphemous. We're going to remake The Sound of Music with Nicki Minaj in the role. I still wouldn't see it. Still wouldn't see it. Not blasphemous. So I put together some stuff, John, about the movie Jaws. Speak, speak of, oh, yeah. of the Great White. And uh, we'll, we'll talk about these a little bit if you're down. Here's some Easter eggs, some stuff you might not know, and some facts. Yeah, some actual facts. I'm interested to see what I don't know. I'd be I, curious, I have, too. Uh, there's a million of those things out there, you know, the behind the scenes, the making of Jaws and all the bullshit Spielberg had to deal with trying to right. film in the ocean. So I hope, uh, I hope you don't stump me too well. Let's, let's find out. So uh, the, the name, this is just kind of an Easter egg, interesting fact. The name of Quint's boat, the orca, was appropriately named because the great white is one of the most feared animals on the planet with no natural predators except for one, the killer whale, which is also called an orca, hence the name orca. I so did it's a little... not know that because wasn't he like a shark hunter? Yeah, he was like a shark. And the only threat he does for a living. to great whites is the killer whale, the orca. That's why and I that's it. Thought. That's excellent. I love that. Did you know that the book's author makes a cameo in the film? No. Peter Benchley. Peter Benchley, who wrote Jaws, is the guy that says, but a cloud has immersed on this beach community, a cloud in the shape of a great white. You know yes. Remember that? Yes, he's the newscaster. Of a killer shark. Yeah, he's the newscaster. He wrote the book. Um, he wrote Jaws. That's great that he got to be that character. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that. I, well, maybe I did and I just forgot. Who knows? I drink and smoke a lot. Yes, we all, we all like to, to abuse our liver for, the, for, the, for sucking the dick's day. Uh, did you know that John Voight, Joel Gray, <laughs> and Jeff Bridges... Soften the day of the dick. Soften the day of the dick. The, the floppy-doppy-donkey. The uh, 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 meat and two veg... The sack of potatoes with uh, a, a, a black sausage, a, um, a, a bundle of, of jizz and balls with a fresh, rotted, salt pike fish. Uh, John Voight, Joel Gray, and Jeff Bridges were all considered for the role of Hooper, which eventually went to Richard Dreyfus. Wow. I, uh, which, John Voight. Who else? Joel Gray. I don't know who that don't is. Know Joel Gray. But, and Jeff Bridges. And Jeff Bridges, wow. They were all considered for Hooper, which is hard to imagine anybody but any of those guys in that role. That character was a nerdy scientist, and I don't imagine Jeff Bridges and John Voight as nerdy scientists. They're like, you know, hitmen or in the Old West. Right, or, yeah. Or, you know, secret you can't spies. Imagine. They're not nerdy scientists. It reminds me of, uh, they wanted Harrison Ford to do... Um, Alan Grant from the first Jurassic Park, and he didn't want to do it because he felt like it was too much like Indiana Jones, which kind of makes sense. If you look at Alan Grant with, like, the hat, and he's, in, he's you know, in the desert digging for things. and He's, like, an archaeologist, yeah. Yeah, so it's uh, 
kind of interesting. That would that would be weird watching Harrison Ford in that hat, you know, when he first sees the the brontosaur. It's yeah. like, is this Jurassic? What is Indiana this? Jones and the Park of Jurassic? <laughs> It, yeah, I, yeah, it would have to be Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones Jurassic Park. Right. He's like Marion. It would be, you know, a, it would just. But be it'd, a, it'd be ninety years. It'd be fifty years later than the Indiana Jones, but he's still the same age. Because you know, Indiana Jones is like in the thirties. <laughs> right, right. During like the Nazis. Yeah, um, you know, I think you know this one, but the the one of the most famous lines of all time is a misquote from the movie Jaws. Oh yeah. The line "We're going to need a bigger boat" is never said in the movie. He says, you're going to need a bigger boat? Right. He says, Ooh. you're going to need a bigger boat. But, you know, everybody thinks it's, we're going to need a bigger boat. Right. Because he's saying it to Quinn. You're going right. to need a bigger boat. After, after shark. Because all sharks do is, it's a miracle of evolution. Just eat and swim and make baby sharks. And that's it. And I'm not going to sit around for someone that's lining up to be a hot lunch. I love him. He's my favorite. I think he's my favorite. Hooper. Oh, I think... I don't have to stay here and listen to this working-class hero crap. Yeah, right. Uh, you've been counting money all your life. Uh, Amity Island. <laughs> you got city hands. Hopa, yeah. quit playing with yourself. I don't have to take this abuse much, much longer. longer. Amity Island was actually Martha's Vineyard. Uh, to create the fictional town of Amity, the production shot on location in Edgartown, and Menemsha on Martha's Vineyard in Massachusetts. Menemsha. Uh, strict land ordinances kept the production from building anywhere. Quint Shack was the only thing built, uh, was the only set built for the movie. The rest was an actual fishing village. Great fishing together. villages. Yes. Uh, the shark weighed more than a ton. The what? pneumatically powered shark, designed and built by production, weighed 1.2 tons and measured 25 feet in length. It would be interesting if George Lucas could take that movie and make the shark look more real, but make everything else look the same. That would be interesting. You mean to, like, digitally... Yeah, like, remember when he did that with Star Wars and he kind of, like, yeah. made it not... It was, like, just kind of different it was almost like unnecessarily different and i yeah. still i still don't think it would be it would work no yeah because you would yeah you would see you're i like, kind of i want part of the i want the, the, the magic fake shark yeah <laughs> yeah that's kind of the magic of it that's why it didn't freak me out as a kid that's why it didn't scare me the ocean because i was like well that's a pretend shark it's not real it doesn't really right it's not doesn't behave that way I don't need Sharknado coming up. No. Remember, remember the ride on Universal, the Jaws ride? Loved the, it. the shark would come out. It was so cool. Came back to life after they, being burned. They don't have that anymore, do they? Like assholes. There's some petition to bring it back, I think. I don't know why you'd get rid of that. Uh, Brody's dog in the film was played by Spielberg's dog, Elmer. It was on, on set, I guess. He had to bring his dog on set. That dog scene... That dog was in, like, one scene, the, like, opening, when Chief, like, gets into his truck and goes downtown, right? Yeah. The dog runs in with him. I was like, oh, cool, the dog's going to be a relevant character. Otherwise, why did they slam him into that scene? Like, <laughs> the Chief is just this guy who goes to work with his truck and his dog. Okay. That's right. It. That's it, though? Like, the dog doesn't go on the boat with them? Fuck. Yeah, why, why have that? Why, why are they that close, really? Yeah, is that is this, is this happening? <laughs> the uh, 
There's a story where uh, Steven Spielberg, George Lucas, and one of the other set guys snuck into the set after drinking and were playing with Mechanical Shark. The shark's head, uh, they put the lever down and the shark's head closed on George Lucas as a joke and they thought they broke the shark so they ran out of there and didn't tell anybody. Uh, because it swelled up to, the budget was like $3 million and it swelled up to like $9 million at this point. And they were like, we can't get like another shark and they just ran out of there. Oh my they, God! They, they did a break. Idiots! <laughs> what moron? That was when they were all so young and they just like didn't care and they're like, yeah, whatever. Let's go play with the shark. Yeah, let's go play with the shark. Kids, delinquents, delinquent, slackers. Wonder how old they were when they were doing that. Like spoiled lazy. Yeah, I think like, you know, he was probably like twenty, late twenties, early thirties. Wow. Had wow. to be. Yeah. Robert Shaw struggled with drinking throughout the shoot. He drank during his pivotal speech about the USS Indianapolis, and none of the footage was usable. Uh, Upset and chastened by Spielberg, he phoned him and asked if he could have another try. The next day, he nailed the speech in one take. Wow. And that's the one that's obviously in the film. He did that in one take. One take. It didn't feel like he was telling a story, um, you know, it, it... just sounded like he was there like you know like didn't seem yeah. like he was acting in that scene at all not at all and i wonder if the drinking during the shoot actually helped his character because he was a drunken sailor yeah that you know was like drunken old yeah. fisherman it was a crazy gray joy got your rubbers <laughs> <laughs> he's always laughing and singing yeah <laughs> he's missing he's gonna fake colorful too. isn't he um the 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 jaws was almost not the name of it, other names for the novel that were considered by Peter Benchley were Silence in the Deep, okay. L- Leviathan Rising, Leviathan, the still- Leviathan Rising, the, s- the Stillness in the Water, Jaws of Death. Uh, so I think Jaws is, yeah, he made a good artistic choice by not calling it uh, a Silence in the Deep. Leviathan. It's, it's kind of loud. It's, it's really impressive when you can take. Like, it's a jaw. Like, every living animal has, like, some sort of jaw. And you yeah. just... Now, jaw is the shark... A shark's jaws. Like, that's the greatest jaw of the word but, jaw. Right. That's it. That's the number one. <laughs> it's like finger. If you can create a movie, like, fingers. fingers. And it's legendary. That's what everyone will think of when they say, my fingers hurt. Oh, Pinky now, toes. Now your back's gonna hurt. Landscaping duty. No. Oh, if you do that, you're going to be on landscaping duty. Have you seen the uh, gardening duty for a month? The Ben Stiller clips of him as the uh, Globo Jim character from Dodgeball. Ben Stiller as uh, Dwight Goodman. <laughs> or White, no, is White it great? Go- oh, it's amazing. He's so good at th- as that character still. I mean, oh, are, I like, got to watch it. Within like the last week or two. There's one that's like. Seven minutes, Vince Vaughn's in it, like all the other characters from that movie are in it. They're doing some charity thing. Okay. Dodgeball for charity or something. Oh, nice, nice. And it's, oh, it's tremendous. You got to check it out. It's tremendous. Um, yeah, I want to see that. I love Dodgeball, too. I love that flick. Oh, great movie. Very funny. Ben Stiller uh, is amazing as that character. I'll give a few more here. A few more, if you're ready. Uh, despite all the bloody shark attacks, the movie is rated PG. Hmm. Jaws what? was initially rated R by the uh, Motion Picture Association of America, 
But after some of the more gruesome frames of the shot showing the severed leg of the man attacked by the shark and the estuary trimmed down, the film was given a PG rating, which I didn't realize until the last time I watched it. And it was like, you know, on the on the, on the info, it was like rated PG. I was like, how is this rated PG? Like PG-13, I would, I would have to say at best, or, or R, obviously, but, but PG. Dude, I thought it was interesting. The end, when Quinn gets eaten... Yeah, how is that PG? I mean, I, today no, that would kids were terrified of, uh, you know. But that was, uh, I remember. There's a cut where that leg is in the movie, and then there's a cut where it's not. His severed leg, that guy. Yes, you know, yeah. Sometimes on TV leg. you don't see it. Yeah, they 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 trim it down. I always want to see it. I always wait for it when right in that scene when that guy. Gets oh yeah, it. yeah. It's like watching the corpse the leg, when the you're leg. passing. The leg. Oh, the leg. there it is. Yeah. It's floating down. Another good scene you always wait for, too, is uh, when, when Hooper's scuba diving and he's at that, that fisherman's boat and the, the dead guy's head disappears through that hole. And he's like, wow. You know? And he's you like, see that eye. <gasps> he screams. He drops it. <gasps> you get yourself in the National Geographic. <laughs> National Geographic. What a low uh, Lee Fierro, who plays the bereaved Mrs. Kittner, remember the remember the kid's mom, who always thought was like his grandma. Alex, thought she was like too old to be a mom. Alex, Alex, she she couldn't fake the scene where she slaps Brody. Alex? So Roy Scheider was socked across the face repeatedly during that scene. Oh, I think I knew that. Yeah, she Alex really hit him. Alex? Playoffs, wrecked. Playoffs, kidding me? The uh, Alex, open... Alex, Kidney, Kittner, Kidner, in the playoffs. I'll read two more here. In order to uh, make actress Susan uh, Backlini, who was the first shark victim, remember the the girl in the beginning of the film, yeah. right. uh, looked like she was being pulled around underwater. She had a rope tied to either side of her, and two men on the shore would pull the ropes back and forth, causing a rib to break. Which those screams were real in the opening scene. Oh, I remember they. They say that she had a um, a safe word, and she was to yell out "hurts" if they were hurting her. And you can hear in a clip in the movie, she goes, "Oh, it hurts!" And then they cut, they cut to like you know, I guess. Oh, really? Yes. Re-listening, she goes, "Oh, no, I never oh. knew that." She goes, "Oh, it hurts!" Like you can clearly hear her say that. I didn't know it was, it was a holiday today because you just brought some Easter eggs yourself to ah, the table. Like a little bunny. Like a little bunny. I'll read one more here. Slice see what me, we slice got. Me. Slice me open. Did you watch Charles this weekend? No, not yet. I'm going to tonight. Nice. Let's see what we got. Let's see what we slice. Very excited. Steven Spielberg has a subtle vocal cameo. In this film, what? he makes a tiny blink and you'll miss appearance in Jaws, playing the voice of the radio operator, patching Ellen Brody through to the orca. That's Spielberg's voice. Whoa. I got to re-listen now. I got to listen to the opening now and hear that. It hurts. Oh, it hurts. Oh, it hurts. This girl right here. This girl on the poster. Yeah, there, she, there she is. Midnight laps. Yeah, good idea. Drunk. Yeah, let's go in the black water at night. <laughs> Dude, there's something so scary about black water at night, oh, ocean water. Oh, man, you can't, it's nothing. It's it's just nothingness. You just, just disappear. Some, yeah, it's, it's so scary. 
Like if you if you were an alien and you got here at night and you just couldn't see this, just all of a sudden your surrounding just changes, but you can't see it. Ooh, so, ooh just gave me the willy billy goosebumps. <laughs> so what's going on, man? Uh, ready, get ready for the Fourth of July. Do you work tomorrow? I work tomorrow, but n- everyone is closed, so nothing's really going to happen. Uh, and then nice. Tuesday we have a a joyous affair Ooh. set at um, Heather's one of her bridesmaids, actually one of her maids of honor. Ooh, an extravagance. Tarbs, and I will don this shirt, so I will wash it tonight or tomorrow and rewear it uh, on July fourth, because their pool will be open. Will be open for business. Yes. They're going to do whatever they have to do to clean it and get the chlorine levels right, but it will be open now. They can do, you know, what they have to do, but, you know, they need those summer summer, summer tourist, summer tourist uh, friends just to come by. Yesterday. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I guess we could preview sports with John uh, hmm. because there's a lot. It's a loaded boner. A lot yes. to talk about. Blue vein diamond cutter. It is purple. It is pulsing and... Uh, it is greasy. It is a lightning. It is a rod. And it is an abuser. Um, yes, very much. So yeah. much happening in the NBA. There was a great boxing match last night live from Australia um, between Manny Pacquiao and Jeff Horn, the Hornet. Yeah. And uh, that ended at like 1 in the morning that I, for some insane reason, stayed up and watched. Nice. Uh, so we'll get to that, I guess, after yeah. a, a break. Yeah, let's do it. That was cool, though. I, I, I saw a little bit of that, and uh, I want to want to dive into that. And the Sixers, too. Um, you know, some good stuff brewing there. Yes. And some some delicious stuff. But uh, real quick, just to backtrack on, on working tomorrow. I, I'm working as well. But I feel like everybody that I was, like, emailing Friday from other places was like, see you on the 5th. Happy 4th weekend. And, and I feel like everybody's not working tomorrow. Yeah. So I think I'm obviously going to go in and do the motions, but it's going to be one of those, like, I think two people are in the office tomorrow, and it'll be, like, right. 2 o'clock. Let's go. Like, what's the point, you know? I know, yeah. Like, I'm just going to be making clips from this show all day tomorrow. <laughs> right. I'm going to be listening to clips from the show. <laughs> and, but, that I send but, you. But I feel like every, nobody's working tomorrow because it's that no. July 4th that's on a Tuesday. So they're like, yeah, well, let's just stretch yeah, out a four-day weekend. Right. It makes sense except if you work under Nazi regime. Yes. Yeah. If they don't let you off tomorrow, then they hate America is yes. what I say. It's like what I ever say. If you don't have off on like Martin Luther King Day. I'm like, you better call your boss out for being a racist. Yes. Why don't you ask him why do you hate being an American? Yes. Why do you hate it? Why do you choose not to celebrate what made it? Yes. Do we? I guess we have off on Columbus Day. No, we work. Well, I guess you hate Italians too. So um, this Saint Saint Martin uh, of Tours feast day in the Catholic Church is coming up. Will we be working? Yes. Oh, okay. I'll just let the Vatican know your stance. You hate Jesus. Um, do we have off on on Hanukkah? Yes. Oh, oh, oh. Now, okay. Wait All a right. minute. <laughs> so, so okay. All right. I see what we're doing here. Eight crazy nights. Don't you love Jewish holidays too when you were growing up and you were, went to, I mean, not when we were in Catholic school, but. Yeah, I never got work. to celebrate them. But for work, it's like we're all for Yom Kippur and you're like, great. Oh. And then and then your Jewish friends are like, oh, I can't eat all day oh, yeah. and I have to go to service. And I'm like, I'll be waking up with a sandwich and watching Jaws. You know, I love Jewish holidays <laughs> when you have all. I never got to experience them ever. 
Never right. went to public school, never worked for a Jewish company. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, right, right. But now you can because you're joined in one. I am in the club. I have the card, the Everlast card. And I'm, and I'm adding to their tribe, by the way. Talia, if you have a problem with that, you can come on and talk to me about it. Because yeah. I am contributing to the group. He is, she is, he is contributing. She will have her, she or he will have, we find out, I thought we found, found out tomorrow. What's that? The sex of the, of the babe. Oh, you're, you've, you've announced it. Well, I guess, I don't know. It's like we've told some people, we've told others, I don't even know. Word spreads. Right. Um, but you're going to find out the sex? Yes, of course. And we, I thought we'd find out tomorrow, but we just get the blood work done tomorrow. Then they like send it to a lab, and like within two or ten days, we can find out. I was like, what is going on with this medicine bullshit? Yeah, what I is thought this, a toxology report? Progress. You haven't been making progress. What is this, a toxology report? Yeah. We'll, get the, we'll get the results back in three months. It'll be born. <laughs> what month would the... Will the trial be due, even though the date is always inaccurate? January 18th. Ooh, regular Martin Luther King. You better get your brownies in the oven and make some chocolate cupcakes and call him Maurice. <laughs> or her, uh, Shaniqua. No, that's great. That's cool. Yeah. January 18th. So, oh. so the, the conception was March. Or April. April. Alright, 420, I, okay. 420, and yeah, alright. Alright. Because it's 10 months. Everybody thinks it's 9, but it's 10. It's so strange. She's like, this is the funniest thing about America. We say 9 months, but it's actually 10. It is 10, right. It's 10. funny. It's so strange. Before we go, I want to share a quick story. So Real quick tidbit. Congratulations, too. Thanks. Uh, since we're publicly talking about it. I'm very happy for you guys. It's great. When we find out the sex, I'll make like a Grand announcement on all platforms. You'll do a um, proper press release from the appropriate channels. Correct. You should you should release a, have me record a statement for you as if like you're too big to to really talk about it, and I'll just put something on Facebook video, and it's like <laughs> um, just to let you know, like I'll do like a suit, like a like a press conference thing with like a backdrop, <laughs> or like it's, it's like, like a, the podcast, like it's an Oscar award opening, right? Like open a letter, open the letter, John. Uh, it has been reported, and we are confirming. That uh, John and I'm like reading as if I can't like just remember your name and the, and the details. John's <laughs> having a kid, uh, but it's like this long-winded thing. John, John H- Hassinger, uh, Hassinger, and, and Heather Hassinger have confirmed that there is in fact a uh, child uh, in 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 the birth uh, process, and that will be um, available in January. Okay, questions, please, Mr. Clark, Mr. Clark, what do they plan on doing about the nursery update? <laughs> I can't talk, uh, Bill. You had your hand up first, Bill. For some reason, there's like 30 people asking questions. Yeah. Je- Jeff, Jeff, what? what you, called a, you called a press conference. Uh, the name has not been decided yet, and I cannot confirm nor deny uh, that that will be available soon. Ryan, yes. Uh, why can't John just call me directly and talk about this? Uh, Pete, you're gonna have to get this one out of here. <laughs> yes. One more, no more questions. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Really. <laughs> I would love it. I would love. I would love to be a press uh, secretary. Yeah. Like a spokesman for like oh. a, the president or something because oh. you're not defending yourself. No. I feel like I'd be floundering if it was me, and I'd be like, "Well, I didn't do that." Right? Because you know, when you're talking about somebody else, you're kind of in the clear to vicariously like live through them. So you're like, "Here's what we're gonna do." 
All right, calm down. You know? Yeah. I would love it. All right. I, I know. Us? I'd be a master at defending. Great up. You would be at defending the arts. Tweet us, Gamble Podcastle, and uh, shall we take a quick break and then return for some uh, some sports with John? Yeah, sports with John, and uh, what else did we have here on the docket? July fourth. Yeah. Well, we kind of skipped over that. Well, we kind of like did that already, I guess. Yeah. Well, there's a lot to get to with sports and with John. Just with There's a big There's a lot to get to. A lot to get to. A loaded potato. You're tuned into the podcastle on iTunes and Podbean. This is Ryan Hastinger from Ryan 9 Fitness reminding you to always engage that damn core. Is that good? Alright, so who should my manager talk to about getting royalties? <laughs> gunk that the hagfish like releases you can actually like yeah. hold it up dude like it's like saran wrap Ew. it's like this drippy you know why am I zipping the goose Ooh, it's like a Mediterranean placenta Ooh, it's like a um, it's like a, a red sea snot disgusting it's like a, 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 a straight of Gibraltar uh, yes. Gross. It, it, the, 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 the damselfish, the, the, the hagfish, disperses this gooey gunk that reminds me of a, of a, of a black sea uh, projectile. Oh my gosh, this, this, this hagfish disperses when endangered fear. Sort of out of its nature, scientific nature, that to the naked eye looks like Arctic Circle ejaculation. Oh no! Oh, give me one more now, Oh, oh, gross! This is disgusting. The, 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 the hagfish, actually, this this hagfish, actually has a, a projectile that comes out of it that, when held up to the nude eye, it, 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 when oxygen exposed to it, actually looks like 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 a, a permafrost, dead sea, jism. Welcome to Cutting Edge Radio, everybody. Twitter! Squid up looks like Crystal Lake. Come. Clooped up goop. I can't hear you. That's bizarre. That's queer. That's queer. There we go. started watching the video on YouTube. Oh, Ka- really? The Ka- Undertaker? Kamala, a real life story. Oh. Oh, wow. Is it sad? Got about like <clears throat> less than a minute into it. Stopped watching. Just bad? Yeah. What really is it? Bad. It's uh, somebody put a, like a documentary about him? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, I don't just know. sad. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I could watch that. No. 
I mean, he's not like that interesting of a wrestler anyway. He had like a gimmick that was fun for like a year or two, but it's yeah. not like Hulk Hogan, you know, where it's right. been like 40 years and you're like, ah, there's some history there. Right. And I just don't want to feel bad for him. I just want to remember him as Kamala, the Ugandan giant. Right. You know, I, wonder, yeah. uh, I hope he has a, a wonderful 4th of July. Me too. I really do. But yeah, tomorrow's, tomorrow's like a, a day off. You know, tomorrow's just a joke. Tomorrow's cut day. Remember yeah. say about the Bell? <laughs> cut day, which they never had. I never had that in high school. Like, tomorrow's cut day. We, we just, had, like, didn't go. We had senior day where, like, all the seniors, if you were, you know, exempt on any exams, you didn't have to go to school that day. Otherwise, you went to school, and in the classes, you didn't have the exams. You just, like, fucked around. Like, the teacher right, didn't do anything. Around. The teacher just sat at his desk and read, like, the newspaper. Yeah, it's like when it's like towards the end of the year at St. Jude. Remember, like the last week, everything was kind of packed away. Everyone's yeah. checked out. You were just yeah. there because it was a legal obligation to fulfill like a amount of school days. And they're like, today we're going to go around the room. Like the desks were gone at this point, and we're going to talk about like empty. favorite summer plans or something. And I just like Clark, what are your plans? And I'm like High Point Swim Club. You know, like yeah. I was just saying things that like I've like already checked out. It's Mr. Like, Clark, did you do your homework? Walt Disney World. <laughs> after just, after three answers from like three different students, the teacher's like, oh, forget it. All right, early recess. Get the fuck Everyone out of go. here. <laughs> Everyone go. I had a I had a, a history teacher once in eleventh grade, Mr. Walsh. He was great. Oh. I think he drank too because he always had red face and looked hungover. And he would come in and he would put on a movie, a documentary, like educational movie, and then leave the room, and that was the entire semester. He'd be like all right, we're going to be talking about the Reconstruction period of the Civil War. Great PBS documentary on it. And it would just be a movie every day. People would sleep. You literally look around, and there was like eight heads down sleeping yeah. on their desk. Oh, my gosh. That is the teacher of dreams. He, he was amazing. All he does is show videos. That would be, ugh. I may, I would actually, well. I learned from it because I like history. and I actually learned something from that method. Yeah, see, I just... To me, a video meant I could do what I really wanted to do. I don't have to. I can pretend to pay attention. I can draw. Right. I can write lyrics. I can draw. Right. I can write lyrics. I can do a sketch. I I can do what I really want to do while I'm sitting in here eight hours a day. I used to print out um, jokes from the Jackie the Joke Man website, jokeland.com. Uh, because this is before, like, cell phone, like, y- you know, you had, like, a good cell phone. You could just look up stuff. Right. Uh, and right. you couldn't have it in school anyway. So I would no. print out, like, 30 pages of jokes, and I'd put them in my, my binder, and I'd look like I was taking notes, but I was really like, ha, a slap of the jappy with a crap of the jappy. And, like, Mr. Clark, and I'm just like, yes, yes, the protozoa uh, renaissance period was exhilarating. This is math. Yes, it's foreign to me, too. I would, um, I think I would write CWO scripts all through high school. Oh, nice. Sophomore year until senior year. In history class, I was writing scripts. You're an innovator. Um, And a levitator. Yes, we have a trying to chat. But tomorrow. Do you know the Jackie, the joke, the joke, give Rodney chance? Give Rodney another chance. You can't get your diploma and you can't graduate. You can't get you. Four plus two. (laughs) Six. Give Give Rodney Rodney a chance. Give Rodney another chance. (laughs) 
he told that joke on his uh joke hunt joke hunt, hunt. on Howard's uh satellite channel. I loved it. It's so funny. Give um, Rodney a chance. Give Rodney another chance. But yeah, tomorrow is like what's it's just a you're gonna show up it's like cut day, you know? Yes, cut day. What a load of crap. What a great episode. Tomorrow's cut day, and anybody that's not here will still count as an unexcused absence. Mr. Morris, you have had the you are at the maximum seventeen absences, so you cannot participate in cut day. So his mission was to be with them at every different event they did during cut day. Very active cut day, Kelly and Slater had. Very active cut day. God, yeah, they couldn't just pick a pick the Max and drink there all day. Right, Cokes. Max. I love the Max, the the original owner. He's like, "Here's a magic trick," and yeah. it's like, "That's not sanitary, sir. You just pull the cheesesteak out of your pants. That's not sanitary." Yeah, it was like Ed, a, a Ed magician. Alonzo. Yeah, magician owner. Yeah, and then he disappeared. Right, and then Jeff took over, and that whole nightmare began. But then they went to the attic together and they hung out. Fake IDs. Fake IDs. Screech. Remember the episode where uh, Jesse gets on the pills and she's going nuts? Ca- caffeine pills. But Yeah, but then you're like looking back at later years like, they were just caffeine pills. It wasn't like Xanax. It wasn't like she was gonked out of her mind and like blacked out. It was she probably just had bad palpitations. I remember watching it being like, well, just to have coffee instead or something. Gosh, don't be yeah. sleep more. Have Idiot. a slice. Have a slice. Dumb, dumb. Yeah, but tomorrow's just days when you're like, yeah, yeah. It's like Chris working on Christmas Eve or the day, day before Christmas vacation, and you're like, yeah, nothing's really getting done. Like I have one thing to do tomorrow, one like important thing to do, but right. that's like the whole day. And I'm just like, well, this will just all right. It's like everyone else you work with that's not in your office is not working. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Nobody's there. That's it. And all a lot of people in your office are on vacation. Yeah. That's what we're doing. It's you too, be, right? It's gonna be the ultimate you know, make believe, like the ultimate smoke and mirror show. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm here, trust me. The, the ultimate fun house. Yeah. You pepper just the right amount of emails mirror. at the right time. <laughs> Let me check on this. Let me check on this. <laughs> you do something really big, like right around lunchtime. That like when people get back from lunch, they're like, oh, yes. That was like the only thing I had to deal with like today. And then you're done. Because you, you just delay like, the, you just shut you down del- like six talking heads. Show. The fun house is open for business. You, del- <laughs> you, you hit the, the delay email. You schedule the email that you sent for like 530. And it's like, this is all done. Checking out, you know. Meanwhile, you're knee high on the Fourth of July. <laughs> knee high by the Fourth of July. Star spangled. Star spangled. He's a real American. You ever see a uh, GI Jose on Family Guy? It's like GI Joe, the Mexican version. Uh, and he's like, "Hi, kids. If you cut yourself, if you cut yourself, you need to just put dirt on the wound until it stops bleeding." And they're like, "Thanks, GI Jose." And he's like, "The more you know. Do you want to buy some toys?" And they're like, "And they're like these crappy toys." And they're like, "No, we don't really need any of that stuff." And he's like, "Look, it's a fake hammer. You can hit your friend in the head with it. <laughs> Just don't hit your friend in the head with it." And they're like, "I don't really what? like any of those toys." 
He's like hanging out with the kids trying to sell them like carnival toys. That's great. I've never seen. I'm kind of pissed. It's a little delish. It's a little delish. A little delish. A little delish. But the, uh, it, it's, yeah, tomorrow's just one of those. You know, yeah, man. It's, it's days. such a, it's a, a tiptoe, but you can get a lot done. Right. Outside of work. Yes. Those uh, petunias that John's been eyeing up are getting water tomorrow. Petunias. <laughs> they will make it through the summer swelter. What are petunias? Are they annuals or perennials? I have no idea what that even means. Cutting Edge Radio has just <laughs> launched a Surface 8. Coming up next on the podcastle, we're going to be discussing geraniums. Just what is the right amount of saturation? <laughs> Key free agency dates. <laughs> free agency begins July 1st at 12.01 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. July 6th, the moratorium ends at noon Eastern Standard Time. Signings and trades can be made official. July 13th, deadline to withdraw qualifying offers to restricted free agents. Kyle Lowry has announced he's re-signing with the Raptors. Agreed to a three-year, $100 million deal. Mm. The three-time All-Star had one year and $12 million remaining on the four-year, $48 million deal he signed in 2014. Um, other notable happenings in the NBA free agency madness. Yeah. Chris Paul. Chris Paul has been traded to the Houston Rockets to join James Harden who was runner-up for MVP this year. James yeah. Harden and Chris Paul, very similar players. So it should be interesting. Maybe James Harden had to do too much, and that's why he ran out of gas that last game. And now, maybe now Chris Paul can Good point. labor that load. Yes, maybe he can um, bear that cross. And the most prized free agent in the NBA class, one of the most prized, was... Uh, shooting guard Paul George mm. of, of the Indiana Pacers. He shocked the world, a signing that no one saw coming. It just came out of nowhere with the Oklahoma City Thunder joining current MVP Russell Westbrook. Holy yep. shit. Things are going to get really dicey. The West is getting shakier. They are leveling playing fields. A lot of people thought uh, Chris Paul was going to sign with the Spurs. Hmm. Um, but uh, no dice. Valid. Uh, Serge Ibaka has reached an agreement on a three-year, $65 million contract to stay with the Raptors, uh, reports Adrian Wojnarowski. The Rockets quickly agreed to deal with Tucker after P.J. Tucker, Andre Iguodala who met with Houston. Andre Iguodala still has not signed, and he's like been interviewing with 100 teams. Sources close to Iguodala his options. report that he has agreed to terms on a three-year, $48 million deal to return to the Golden State Warriors. That He could have got more, I think. That update just came in, but I think he just wants to say, stay with the winners. I mean, why not? Yes, yeah, the endorsements rings. alone? Hell yes. They got money working for themselves, you know? Philadelphia 76ers sign power forward Amir Johnson to a one-year deal worth $11 million. Johnson spent the 
past two seasons starting for the Boston Celtics. Oh, yeah, wow. We took one of their starters. That's a ferocious move. It is a hostile takeover. And joining <laughs> Dwight Howard, who recently signed with the Charlotte Hornets, mm. Michael, former Sixer Michael Carter-Williams agrees to a one-year $2.7 million deal. It's amazing. CW. Amazing. He was the uh, he was the rookie of the year. And Eat that rock. Don't smoke it. Finally. Praise the Lord. We have a man who can nail a three and who can play defense. Former Clippers now guard J.J. Redick has agreed to a one-year $23 million deal with the Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah. Quote Redick saying... It's where I wanted to be. I want to play with this team. See? He's the veteran we need, man. They're going to be a playoff team in 2018. My prediction? Playoff team. My prediction? 2018, the Sixers will make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. You heard it here? You heard it for the first time. Slice it down. Embiid will give LeBron the hardest time he's ever faced with new blood. Obviously, everybody has to stay healthy. This whole core needs to stay solidified, and they need to grow, and they need to gel. Will that happen in a perfect world? Of course. But, uh, I mean, you know who our president is right now. David West has agreed to re-sign with the Warriors for a veteran's minimum, which is like, I don't even know, $400,000. The structure of the Nene contract with Houston is three years, $10.9 million. Houston is not permitted to give Nene a four-year contract because of the over-38 rule. Uh, for the fourth season would have extended past his 38th birthday. So you can't sign anyone in the NBA who is age 38 or older for a specific amount. Because of the liability? I guess. They have the... The over, 30, the over 38 rule. Some rule. What is So if you're 38, you can only get signed for two years? Um, You can only get paid a certain amount for, two, for, for those years. Hold on. Let, let's, let's figure this out. Interesting. What if you're, like, amazing? It used to be over 36. They pushed it to 38. Uh, under the existing collecting bar- collective bargaining agreement, teams were prohibited from signing older players to longer contracts. The rule will benefit the likes of Chris Paul, LeBron, Mello, who were part of the NBA's executive committee. Paul will be a free agent in 2017. James and Anthony can become free agents in 2018. Uh, it means yeah. players can sign contracts at the late ends of their career that must cut off by age 38. Then after that year, they can sign their next deal. When the cutoff was 36, players like Duncan, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so after they're 38, they have to negotiate, like, individual deals every year. That's what I thought it would be. Every year you have to just... It can't be part I mean, of, like, still a get package. paid, but you have to, yeah. Renegotiate your worth. Let's renegotiate. Let's go back to the table, back to the fleshing table, and let's start fleshing out and hashing some ideas. And, and with a shocking payday... Free agent guard, former Sixer also, Drew Holiday, has agreed to a five-year, $126 million deal to stay with the Pelicans. The deal includes incentive clauses that could push the contract's value to $150 million and contains a player option for the fifth year. So this guy... That's crazy. I mean, th- these guys are getting paid so much. It's, it's crazy. 
It is it is sliceable. Um, Blake Griffin just got a really big extension too. I'm trying to find out what he did. what the with the, what the tag was, but it was a couple hundred million. Um, however, the biggest purse, deservedly so, two time hundred seventy three, two time MVP, two time world champion, Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors agreed mm. to a five year deal worth two hundred and one million, the richest in NBA history. Yeah, that's the highest. It's one of the highest in sports of all time. Curry is the first NBA star to have, who will sign a supermax contract crossing of a $200 million threshold that eventually will become the NBA's norm for its biggest stars. Wouldn't you love to see him get injured next year? And they're like, ah, still got to pay him. Son of a bitch. Uh, Circling back to Paul George to Oklahoma City, uh, as part of the deal, the Pacers will acquire guard Victor Oladipo and big man DeMontis Sabonis. Blake Griffin. I injured myself in the Samantha's bonus, otherwise known as the calf muscle. The Samantha's bonus is found in the lowland plains of South America. The tiger closely looks at the Samantha's bonus. The Samantha's bonus turns slowly, sloth-like, slenderly, because it's a Samantha's funnel. Victor Oladipo. Victor Oladipo. Uh, I got something in my salad. What is it? I don't know. It looks like uh, one of those Oladipos. Hey, honey, I'm going to Oladipo. I got to go get some, 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 some grease for the car. You know, the car mat you got? It's it stuck to the wheel and the, 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 the treads. I got to go to the Oladipo. <laughs> got to go get some oil. Blake Griffin and the Clippers have agreed on a five-year, $173 million deal, league sources told ESPN. The 6'10 Griffin had previously told the Clippers he would opt out of his player option for next season and become a free agent on Saturday, but I guess he lied. John Wall getting $170 million over four years with the Wizards. And uh, the Sixers waived Gerald Henderson. Uh, Getting paid, man. To save nine million, the Sixers waived him. So that is the. Oh, and the Bulls have also cut Rajon Rondo. So it's Dwayne Wade now and a bunch of college players. Got it. I feel like he's going to opt out and come back down here or go to Cleveland. Those are the rumors. Those are the predictions. In the baseball world, Mookie Betts ties record with eight RBIs in leadoff spot today. He had two home I runs. Saw that. He is awesome. He's on fire. He's another one of my favorites to watch. They destroyed the uh, Oriole, uh, Blue Jays today, 15-1. to Jays. Um, and I actually, last episode, we were saying how the Rockies were doing great. The Rockies have lost like seven in a row, and the Dodgers have won like 12 in a row. And they are now in way first place Yeah. in the NL West. Rockies yeah. tailspinning. They're, uh, they've hit a they've hit a, a snafu. Now they're in third. They're one and nine in their last ten. Dodgers <laughs> terrible. Dodgers eight and two in their last ten. I knew it. I knew the Rockies weren't legit. Damn it! I wanted them to be. Brewers still at the top of the Central. The Miller boys are still swinging the bats and slashing the dicks. What team? Yeah, I like seeing the Brewers do well. Yeah, it's new. It's hip. What? New, yeah, what, what you like. What team has the most wins in all of baseball? 
Um, the Dodgers. Dodgers are number two. Number two. There is one team with more wins mm-hmm. than the Dodgers. Dodgers are number two. Really? The Cubs. No. I don't know. Cubs are five. I thought the Dodgers. I thought, I thought the Dodgers had more wins than anybody. Cubs are I thought five. This was like their year. Oh really? Yes. The Dodgers have right. They have one more loss and one less win than the Strohs. Those Houston oh, really? Astros that are who are fourteen games ahead of the Los Angeles Ducks of mighty Anaheim, California, New Jersey. Man. Right. A righteous lead. Strohs. Good for them. Good for them. Indians in the central, Red Sox at the top of the east in the fake league. Um Yeah. Last night on ESPN. And ESPN.com, which that's how I watched it, because I cut cable. I no longer have fucking Comcast. Good. Good for you. Did you watch that fight between Manny Pacquiao and Jeff the Hornet Horn? So I saw some of it. Yeah, I was at, um, I was out with Jen. We went to their country club for dinner, and we were there late, drinking and whatnot, and it was on. So I saw saw pizzas. Pizzas. Yeah, it was. Saw bits, kibbles. It was pretty amazing. My take on it is this. In the first round, this Jeff Horn guy came right at him. But you could tell over the next six rounds that Manny was kind of like setting him up. Right. Then in the ninth round, he Manny almost knocked him out. Or at least like he he was winning. He was really putting the hurt on him. Yeah. The guy fell, but it wasn't from a punch. They were kind of like tangled up and he kind of lost his balance and fell. Okay. Then... Rounds 10 through 12, this Joe Horn guy got like a second wind and was just punching the crap out of Manny and not really letting Manny get any in. And the guy won by unanimous decision. Dude, that's wild. New champion, new world champion. He did it in Australia. Uh, right. It was, it was Sunday, like er- early afternoon when this match took place over there in Down Under. Pretty exciting. Down Under. That is exciting. Yeah, I, I saw that he lost. Um Pacquiao. It was interesting uh, hear about that horn guy and how, how he uh, just kind of came out of the out of the gate charging and fighting like yeah, piston Honda. He was. It was almost like he was fighting, you know, like ignorantly. Like he's like, I don't care. I'm just gonna like give all the energy right. until I run out of gas. And he's ten years younger than Pacquiao, and he just didn't really get tired. He yeah, conditioned his ass off. He must have. Like yeah, a, like a rocky. Yeah, he training. did a lot of training. I was gonna say the rocky training, punching him in the stomach and. Chasing chickens and you know that's kind of kind of what it was doing. Art building steps, art museum steps. Art museum steps. But it was pretty cool. I enjoyed it. Yeah, man. Where did you watch it at? On ESPN.com, you said. Yeah, it's sitting, it's sitting on my it. couch on my uh, on my smart TV. Yeah, it's the way to do it. We're gonna get rid of cable soon. We don't watch it. I mean, I, I think I watch one show. Dude. And you don't need it. No. Anymore. Hulu. Those days are gone. Hulu, Netflix, uh, HBO Amazon, now. HBO. And if it's something you really, really want to see and you can't get it on there, you just download it. I mean, it's not it's not the uh, it's not the old days where you're like, I need to spend this for 800 channels and I'm going to watch two, but I'm going to pay 300 bucks. You can a la carte these. And with Sling TV and Roku, I mean, that whole thing's going away. That's why AT&T 
and Comcast and those rips you off and charges you because they know that those days are limited. They yeah. need to like get as much as they can. They they're gotta, going away. They got to suck you dry. They got to suck you dry. So you, did you just get rid of it recently? Um, yeah, this week Comcast shut everything off because I yeah. kept I they kept charging me for cable and I was like I've told you I only want internet and they kept providing cable and I would call them and try to get them to shut it off but you know how that is it's a fucking right. rigmarole circle feet. jerk alligator dental job <laughs> and I uh, I just kept like blowing it off and then I would call and then all of a sudden the bill got up to over like a thousand dollars and I was like yo I'm not paying this I've been asking you please get someone who can Shut off my cable. Right. We heard some of the clips recently. <sighs> Finally, I got someone to turn it off. And when they turned it off, I I was like, I just want the fastest internet. And they did that. And I download, or I then I bought HBO Now. And we have Hulu and, and Netflix and Amazon. You know, like, that's, that's all, all you we need. need. That's all we need. That's more, that's more than you need. That's like, yes. that's like 100 platforms. There's not enough hours in a week to watch everything they have on Right. Those. If you need something else, then you know it's not not working. So you have it's the Comcast cable. Inter, it, you have the internet uh, connection. Right. Is Comcast like the only thing that is offered in your area? Is that why? No, it's just because I don't want to deal with like the whole rigmarole of changing everything. Uh, I just like to stay. Oh yeah. The prices yeah. are about the you. same. It's just there's there uh, you know the power of the damn Wi-Fi better be sufficient because I'm working from home, not only living here. Right. My, my whole my whole thing is wired through my home internet. Yeah, so, no, you have so to. The, it has this, to be, right. Speed better better suffice. It better, um, better suffice. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of sports no one cares about, Portugal downs Mexico 2-1. to one. Germany beats, when they say that's Chile, one nothing. And yeah. Uh, that's it. Wimbledon's this week, right? Is it? I think so. What's Wimbledon? Tennis? Tennis. I'm the sports expert here. Uh, Wimbledon oh, is... Well, I always get that in golf mixed up. I'm like, Wimbledon, what is that, golf? Or the PGA, the Masters. It's tennis, right? I, they all run together. Right. Stuff I don't really care about. <laughs> One guy. Experts pick Roger Federer, Petra Kitova. Our Wimbledon faves. So I guess you were right, Yo Grace. Wimbledon <laughs> is starting up. I always get when somebody's like the French Open or the U.S. Open. I'm like, is, is that golf or is that tennis? You know? Yeah, because there is a U.S. Open, and that's golf and tennis. Oh, that's why. Right? Maybe. You know, like Andre Agassi's book is called Open. There is definitely a U.S. Open, and there's yep. a golf U.S. Open. <clears throat> John knows best. Welcome to John. You ever try to get into those sports because there's like some some hype around it and you just can't? Like I know people that are really into golf or tennis. And they're like, yeah, U.S. Open, we're gonna watch it. It's like I really like want to try to get into this. I just I can't nope. like get into this. I'd rather can't. those are sports you'd rather play. You'd rather go out there and play tennis with a buddy, and that's it. Not like watch it. I mean, I admit they're the tennis people. They're those athletes are really back and forth and how quickly oh, it's yeah. amazing. But I mean, I just can't like doesn't hold my attention. No, I, I remember watching like one match Agassi versus Sampras and and just being like sucked into it. But I feel like that right. will never happen again. Yeah, those know? two are legends. You know, it's like watching Jordan one on one with like Dr. J or something, you know. Yes. 
Exactly. And it was like the party I was at, the people were watching it, so there was all these people into it, and Agassi and Sampras just kept going back and forth. And midway through, I just decided to be an Agassi fan, and he, he it was one of the few times he beat right. Sampras, and I, I loved it. But and after that, I'm like, I don't care. And you're drinking? And I was drinking. I was like 12, I think. I was 12. You know, back in those days. Um, did you see Nike argues Gronk's logo is too close to the Jordan Jumpman? No. Hmm. I heard about it, and I thought it was kind of, like, made up. Yeah, it sounds like it. It's still, like, a running story. Um, the cool thing is that my computer froze when I clicked on it. The Indians beat the Tigers 11-8 to in okay. Detroit. Uh, the Cubs beat the Reds 6-2. to And the Diamondbacks have just taken a 3-2 to lead over the wallowing Rockies. But yes, anyway. the, the logo of, uh, of Rob Gronkowski is too similar to the Jumpman. I can't see the similarity very much. Uh, oh, my God. It's the football version of it. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Uh, it's, a, it's a silhouette of him spiking the football. Right. Where Jordan's is the, the his, slam dunk. But his, his two bottom legs are look. spread, and the one arm is up in the air holding the football, just like the two legs are spread and the one arm is up in the air holding the basketball. It's the it same is, it thing. Is much, yes. Oh, my god! I actually, at first glance, you don't know which one's which because right. when it's not blown up and you just see the thumbnail on Google, yes. you're like, oh, you have to like look at it for another second. It's, it's almost a mirror image of the other one. Uh, that's ridiculous, Gronk. Come on, come up with something better. Yeah, man. Gronk. Stiff. And that... What was that? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, honey, check the cellar. Check the cellar. Check the crawl space. Sports of John, John, But I don't want 150 degrees up there. Sports of John, 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 Sports of John. I went to uh, I went, we went out to eat last night. Quick funny story, and um, we're sitting down outside, and Sutter Country Club is like a, a deck area kind of, and there's like the golf greens and all that behind. Uh, yeah. so that's ducks, that's like, the best thing about a golf course. It's when it's in the background of your dining area. That, exactly, that's it. When it's there, and I saw a black guy golfing, and I was like, "Hey, it's Tiger Woods." To Jen's parents. But uh, they were like, really? I was like, yeah, look. And they started laughing. But um, there was these little ducks everywhere. Like, not a lot. It was like two ducks, you know, because there's like a water fountain, um, you know, like a fountain in the middle yeah. of the course. So it brings bird. It brings avian, uh, ornithological uh, beasts. So there was like two little ducks. Aerial creatures. And they were cute. You know, I was feeding them. Love them. And there was these, they were going near this, like, couple in the back you could tell they're like this miserable rich couple the guy was wearing like a dress shirt and a nice things on like a saturday night in california like nobody dresses up in california right. even like a lawyer's meeting they're wearing like jeans and like a sports jacket yeah right and she looked miserable he looked like john mccain like she, he was probably like older and she married him younger for his money but they're both like ugly people they both looked uncomfortable so they kept like like clapping their hands really loud to get the, the duck to go away and it wasn't like the ducks were, fe- were coming up to them they were like just by them, and the woman starts grabbing the chair and shaking it, like like banging the chair, and they're make they're more of an asshole than these ducks because now like they're making a scene. The ducks aren't like attacking them or eating their food; they're just like walking by them. So I looked at them, 
And then I started banging the chair too, like at them, just to like, just to like, to show them like, to embarrass them, you know, because yes. I was there. Yes. So I started looking at them. And then by Start the going. grace of God, yeah, they're like, so, so, so I'm feeding the ducks now to get like more, them more like, at, at, you know, fed up. So I'm like throwing the bread like towards these people's table, nice. you know, and I'm doing this without like Jen's parents really seeing me do it. Right. Because I don't want to, I don't want to be like that guy. Right. So meanwhile, these people are getting mad at me. And then we're sitting there, and by the grace of God, and I've never seen this kind of bird in California, this huge crane lands like five feet away from them. Whoa. All right? I mean, this bird oh. was huge. It was like something yes. you probably see every day. Yes. It was a big gray crane, and they, their faces looked, they had a look of horror on their face. Like, like it was just like, what ah, is that? Hello. They've never seen this goonie bird before, and it was like this huge bird. So I go up to it with food to try to, like, feed it. And they're looking in horror, like, why is this guy bringing, like, these beasts to me, yeah. you know? And then the, the bird got scared and flew away because I got too uh, close or whatever. But it was, like, perfect. I wish I could have filmed it. Because oh. there they are, like, going nuts at these ducks. There's two, like, mallards that were just walking by them. And they were, like, banging chairs and clapping and, oh, you know. Oh, my god! They were the kind of people that they ordered the lobster. Because right. then we, we moved our table and I could hear them, uh, right. like, a little better. They got, like, lobster. And when the bill came, or they, they have to sign for it, the guy's like, excuse me, to the, to the server. Uh, she ordered the tail. Uh, I ordered the double claws. And she got the double claw. I got a half a tail. I don't know what happened in the kitchen. And I was like, but you still ate your entire yeah, I dinner. Know. That, you didn't you bring need it to, up like, until now? He was trying to get a free meal from oh, eating lobster. But I was like, loser. but you ate it. I felt so bad for that server. I was like, oh, dude, you have... You have, have have to have like patience of steel because to not say anything to, to yeah. people like that. I, that's uh, why I never was a, a server. I was a server for like two weeks. I was like, I can't. Uh, I couldn't dude, keep it in. Yeah. You Sometimes know? it, it was is awful. really rough. You got to just kind of like swallow it and be like, I know somebody else fucked this up. I'll fix it for you. Yeah. And, like, and you know us. Yeah, we're good with, with people. Yeah. We're good with people. And we can usually get out of it. But you always have that one that's just like a dick. And you're like, you know what, man? Yeah. Just not, I know you're not going to tip me now, so I'm not really like yeah. going to more. Yeah. So I'll like drop the food like with a, with a bag on the table. <laughs> I remember I worked at Otto's <laughs> Brow House. This, this the table outside were real assholes. And they were like, we would like this table moved over there. And I was like, knock yourself out, sweetheart. And I walked away. They wrote like a note to the manager. And I'm like, I don't know what happened. I, you know me. Papa yeah. Clark. Always, I'm always funny and on. And they're like. Yeah, we know. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, somebody. But it was so funny, though. But this bird just flew out of nowhere. And it was this massive crane. That is awesome. It was like God, like, saying, like, you bird, fly down here. just Because they had this look of horror on their face. Like, they couldn't believe what this thing was. Yes. I wish that bird would have, like, tried to take the lobster off of her plate. Here, now you have the claw and the double claw. Fuck yourself. (laughs) Or pick them up so it was, like, a scene from, like, Land Before (laughs) Time. Something where, like, a pterodactyl flies away away. in their clutches. So funny. <laughs> that is great. But country clubs are a weird element, you know? You're you're always the youngest person there. Yes. Um, I know you go you've been to a bunch. They're uh I always just want to like do caddyshack lines mm-hmm. and just drink scotch. Like, I just kept drinking scotch. Yes. I always you know, drink bourbon all... when I'm at a country club. I don't know why. Yeah, you gotta get bourbon or scotch and and uh a whiskey. A whiskey. You like scotch? Scotch and soda? No, not really. No? I, I mean, it's fine to drink, but, like, nothing gives me, like, the the social juices, the social mojo, the social juice. 
as, yeah. the, kid, as the kids say, uh, than vodka. Uh, all yeah. the other ones kind of yeah. just make me dopey and sleepy and like, oh, my God, I gotta go to the bathroom. Carry yeah. on like a clown, like everyone wants me to. Send in the cloud. Yeah, be on, everybody. No, I kind of just want to relax a little bit. stare and observe and make the jokes in my head to myself, not to you. That's, that's why John and I, sometimes, we just we have a hard time going out because it's like, hey, funny man, <laughs> let's get your take on it. How about that? That's what she said. Yeah. I just got to start drink, 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 drink. Fake laugh, <laughs> fake laugh, fake laugh. Glub, 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 glub. Yeah. That's yeah. You ever oh, been in those situations where you go to one of those like their oh. parents are great people, but you know it's you have to act a certain way, and, and yeah. you're uh, you know so you you try to you're be in those situations, and thankfully the booze were flowing last night, and everyone was drinking, but nice. You've been in those situations in the past, right, where you go and like, oh no, there's uh, we'll take some lemonades, or somebody does nobody orders alcohol, and they're like you, and I was like, what? There was there was scotch. Yeah. What? And then you feel like an alcoholic, and you're like, "But this is dinner. I'm an adult. Yeah. I'm allowed to order a drink." Yes. You know? Or, no, I've never. I've, that's never happened to me because it's happened with, with work events, things like that, but not like family. I would never, you know. I, I I have been with friends that like weren't drinking at the time, and I was like, "Well, sorry, but uh, I'm, yeah, I'm, this is... I'm getting a bucket of Bud Light." Yes, please gonna, keep it I'm coming. I'm going to tell you how shitty it is. Or you ever been in the situation? This happens with me, I think, once or twice with like a work crowd where they go out for like a, a drink at the event and you down yours and you get another one and everyone's like, oh, no, no, no more. I got to drive. It's like, oh, yeah, just keep it coming. Please <laughs> stop. What? And then you feel like that. You're like, it's only two. I'm an adult. Like, and you is, know what? I'm Irish. I, I drink. I, I do have to drive. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that drive on two beers. Fall asleep yeah. behind the wheel. Yeah, that'll make me angrier. Right. Because you know? then I'll be like, well, do I have time to stop and get more beer? Am I going to make it in time? Because now I need to drink. Now I'm, now I'm angry and I'm violently driving. Now I have road rage and a pistol. But if I had that third beer, I'd be singing J- John Mellencamp right now with my shirt off. And a pistol. Oh, that's stupid. It, it just appears if you only have two beers, though. Here's a gun for your road rage. Yeah, I know. But that's always the funny, uh, or 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 it's like the person that orders dessert when you just want to get the fuck out of there and go oh, home. Or the coffee. Oh, the coffee kills me. All right, that was a great meal. We've been here for three hours. It's time to maybe get home and salvage a movie and have a couple of juicies. Thank you. Anything else? No, no, we're good. Thanks. Just a check for you. I would like to see a dessert menu. <laughs> um, can, can you just order the dessert and not look at the menu? Because now get you're it, like to go or just stop for ice cream on the way home, maybe. Yeah, can we just, just do that? Or, or just at least know what you want to order. I'll take a coffee and a slice of pumpkin pie, please. And that'll take 10 minutes. But instead, they need to look at the menu, and then the yeah. server forgets. And it's like, a, it's like ordering another meal when you're done. It's the equivalent to, I'm done eating. Now I'm going to order something. Gonna, we're going to do this all over again. Yeah. Dessert menu, please. <laughs> this will take 45 minutes to make. That's okay. We can talk. But yeah. we just ate dinner. Why are you still hungry? Why are you, eating, why are you drinking coffee? You're not tired. You're just eating too much. Or the person that throughout the entire, when from when you sit down to right up mm. before that moment, they are out loud debating and asking other people, "Are you are you going to get dessert? I, I'm not going to get I'm not going to get dessert. I, I don't. Um, I think I'm going to get dessert. No, I'm not. I'm not doing dessert. I'm, I'm going to stick to my diet. Like, you know what? Today is in my cheat day though. So oh, not, I oh. think I would, and you're like, oh my god, oh, you just want to cut yourself. Your indecisiveness is splitting my brain in half. You just do, start banging it on the do table. Do that in your own head. 
Don't do it out loud. Don't make me live through it. Yeah, I don't want to be a part of this this food. <laughs> or or they kind of order it as if like they shouldn't, but you're in on the joke. I'm like, well, maybe I'll just have a little slice of cheesecake. It's like maybe we can just get the fuck out of here because I got stuff to do, and I I didn't want to be here to begin with. I'm not talking about last night, by the way. Too, I'm talking about in general. Last, everyone in general is on board. Let's, so let's go. Let's get out of here. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's like we're wrapped up. We're done eating. We want to yeah. go do our own thing again. That's yeah. great. That's I'm a not great a dessert guy anyway. I'm not. I never eat dessert. Not I don't know. I'm always maybe at full. Christmas I'll have like pumpkin pie because it's right. out and your family's there. But that's yeah. it. No, I am not a dessert guy at all. Unless like I already know going in that this place has an amazing. Uh, uh, brownie, what is it called? Brownie obsession. From yes. TGI Fridays. And that we're just battling through the meal to get to the dessert, then I'm okay with it. Because that's what it's known for. That's what like right. you're doing. Yes. So it's like, well, maybe I'll just have a little tiramisu. Oh. <sighs> and then you're like, I guess I'll get something too. And, but you don't want to eat it. So you kind of poke at it. Yeah. You like eat like the side. You eat like the fruit that it came with. <laughs> Or the worst, and then I'll wrap this up. I know this is cutting edge radio for everyone out there, but when you get the coffee, and then you're like, I, I guess I'll have a cup, but then you're like hot because you're not supposed to be drinking coffee at night. So then, like, you're awake, you're irritable, you're even more irritable. You're already like on level three, you're now level four, and you're yes. hot, and you're like sweating in your pits because you have like a suit on. And you're like, why are we doing coffee? This is a weird thing. Like, we're going backwards. This is a morning thing. All of a sudden, we're eating breakfast. We're, what, what's next? Breakfast? Like, we're eating dinner. Now we're getting coffee. I mean, like, what, are Cheerios coming out next? What are we doing? It's just so weird. It is. It's just a weird element. It's weird, but, like, there's very there's been very few moments where I've actually been like, oh, yeah, sure. Because maybe <laughs> where I was, it wasn't like we were out to dinner. It's like we were a guest at someone's house and we were sleeping there that night. So it's like, oh, if everyone's having coffee, I'll have coffee. Sure. Like, of course. But when you're prolonging the the trapped at dinner, you're prolonging that for a cup of coffee late at night that's only going to make you lie in bed and stare at the ceiling. I don't yeah, why would I want to have that? I don't, I don't understand it. that. It's because they eat too much and they feel tired because their body's trying to metabolize it. Right. So let's throw some coffee on there. And then they're the ones that are like, I gotta go to the bathroom. And you're like, hey, you know what? I'm just gonna sit. I'm just gonna sit down and just get another drink. We're just gonna turn this up. Exactly. That that is the one thing I'll do. It's like if I've been having a beer throughout the whole dinner, and someone orders coffee or dessert, give me. An, you might as well bring me two because it's. I'm gonna slam this first one, and, and then, then I'm so, gonna nibble on this second one throughout the her coffee and dessert. And they always taste Time better. Perfectly. The beers at, at a restaurant like that because of the situation you're in. And it's usually air conditions blasting, yes, because um, it's always hot outside. Yes. So then the the, the the frosty glass comes, and you're like, "This is the best." <sighs> what is this? It's Paps Blue Ribbon. This is the best Paps I've ever had in my life, or whatever it is. Paps. Paps because you're, so you're in that situation, it's like a lifeline. Yes. It's a bastion of you know soothingness. It's a golden. Take this. A golden savior. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's an it's a jade idol. It's a. Um, it's a rubied keepsake. It's a, it's a magenta, no, it's an amethyst clothespin lifeline. It's a blonde relic. <laughs> it, it's a precious stone of liquid. I love it. You want to put tonight in the W column? Slice it. Tweet us. Squeeze it.
at the underscore of the podcastle. And please check all the shows for free on thepodcastle.podbean.com. You can check out uh, bios and, and show information on kingmanproductions.com. And you can also download all the shows for free on iTunes. And Podbean. And Podbean. From the director in charge of precious gems, stones, and fine <laughs> ornaments, Jonathan Hassinger, down there in Pinellas Pines, Florida, Pembroke Pines, Florida, I am the gentleman in charge of um, distribution on the West Coast, Matthew Clark, saying thanks so much for listening, and good night, everybody. And Yuri. And Godspeed, and happy July 4th. And Rolling down Imperial Highway The big nasty red out of my side Santa and the winds blowing hot from the north We were born to ride Roll down the window Put down the top Crank up the beach for us, baby Don't let the music stop Over there, man.